So we'll go ahead and get the meeting started. So I'm gonna call the meeting to order at 4.02 p.m. of the Senior Center Commission. It's Thursday, April 21st, 2022, and it's 4.02, like I said. I'm repeating myself. <laughs> I have an agenda and other things. I, the, it was sent out in an email to everybody. Uh, yeah, I just wasn't there some other out. things that were? Yes, I printed all of that stuff out for myself and took notes. Doug, I have the thing that you sent me here. Um, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't get the other things. Uh, okay. Um, well, I. Co your co other copies. You got extra. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna find slipped out. Okay. Because if not, I can. I, I, I just use it to check off so I can. Yeah. yeah. Usually I just use the computer and I pull yeah, it up. Yeah, I just didn't pull it up. Uh, couldn't, couldn't have been because I got the email before oh, I sent the other things. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Oh, other oh, things. Well, I, I oh, apologize no. for okay. that. And I'm sorry. You didn't receive it. We'll double check that to make sure you're on the list. Now we are prepped to start. Okay. So we're going to move on to agenda item. Oh. There aren't, isn't any members of the public. Do we want to make introductions this time? Sure. Okay. Sorry. We're still on agenda item number one. Uh, Linda, do you want to go first? I'm Bogle. I've been on the commission for two years. Three. Three, I think. Well, during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, during the pandemic. Can I remind you all to speak into the mic as much as possible because it's being recorded and the public will need okay, to hear. Is, this, is mine on? Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm go ahead. ahead, go ahead. You always interrupt me at home. Just do it. <laughs> go ahead. I don't mind. Go. Do do oh. it again. Do, do. My name is Linda Vogel. I've been on the commission for three years, primarily through the pandemic. Jeannie Beckman, I've in uh, this May, it'll be a year that I will be on the board. So, uh, Doug Cordy, I'm first time on the board. Uh, Angela McConville, I'm chair this year. I've been on the board for a couple terms. Okay. <laughs> um, my name is Latasha Deloach. I am the senior center coordinator staff for this meeting. Kristen Crumry, I am the operations assistant here at the senior center. Okay, we'll move on to agenda item number two, the minutes of the March 17th meeting. We all had them sent to us in our packets. Do we have any adjustments or edits that you would like to make before we go ahead on a vote? All right, well, does anybody move to? Yeah, yes. I move to accept the minutes. All right, Second it. all right. Moved by Jeannie, second by Linda. Um, anyone? Approve or say aye to approve the minutes. Aye. 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 Anybody want to not approve the minutes, say nay. <laughs> All right, it passes. Four to zero. All right. Sorry, I'm like, I feel kind of flighty today. Agenda item number three public discussion for items not on the agenda. We have no members of the public appearing today, so we'll go ahead and move on. Agenda item number four welcome from the Senior Center Coordinator. This is Latasha. Yes. Hello, everyone. I wanted to make sure that I put on the agenda to make a take a 
extra moment to uh, welcome Doug, and I know we had one other person, but they're not here today, um, to welcome. Um, we don't get to do that too too often, but I thought it was really important this time. Um, just uh, thought it was really important as a director to say thank you to you all. The Senior Center Commission is set up to be a, a place that I can bounce ideas of things that are coming from members and you all may have ideas of what members are saying and thinking about us too, but to you, for you all to are a sounding board um, for the Senior Center and some of the things that we have going on within operations and we'll have some more reports and different things we'll be reporting to you all more frequently throughout the rest of this year as we've completed some, some very important pieces of our operations manual. It's taken us a while to write <laughs> to write this manual, so we will be definitely updating you all a lot more. And um, if I haven't got a chance to meet with you because I was out, um, I will definitely try to, if you're interested in having a meeting with me ever, um, please email me or call me and I'll try to get back to you. And if I missed your email, please just follow back up because sometimes I get a lot of email in a day and it's not intentional. Um, but if you would like to go over our bylaws in more detail or if you have any additional questions please let me know I just want to make sure that I am um, available to you all as much as possible about different ideas that you may have or thoughts or etc <laughs> and of course you all have Angie Angela that you can talk to if you want things on the agenda or myself and we can get that to her when we're doing agenda setting awesome all right, we will move on to operational overview, which is agenda item number five, and that's again, Latasha. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so um, for our operations, we have, um, well, we're full swing, um, as you all would have noticed if you looked at our um, a program guide um, for May and June, you'll see that a majority of our programs have come back in built in person and when I say that we know that we have things that are going on outside the building but they're just in person um, to kind of utilize our parks and other uh, recreational uh, opportunities around the community to keep people engaged of course we have things happening here at the building um, but um, we're really excited about folks who are coming back um, and we expect that to happen more and more and, and to regrow our membership um, back to the numbers that we've had before the pandemic um, and and we know that life is always different after and so we know it's going to be like a little bit of a slow crawl getting back to some of that number but as people feel more safe hopefully we'll see more and more people coming back into the building we continue to still hold our hybrid classes where people can be in person as well as being able to um, uh, do the classes on Zoom, and then we also have some classes that are just strictly Zoom. So we're still able to engage quite a few of these things, and some uh, a few of these programs, and some of our in-person programs are being recorded as well. So for folks for our YouTube channel, for folks who couldn't attend those or just weren't comfortable coming in person, not all of them, <laughs> but some of them will be able to be available that way as well. Um, as for um, internally, all of our staff is still the same, so that's good. We <laughs> that's always 
it's good when you have uh, a maintenance of, sta of staff. Um, we continue to work on some things. We're currently working on a, um, a marketing master plan. So we hired uh, Easton Designs, which is just up the street. They're specifically helping us to look at, um, we're doing a survey right now, and we're really looking at our logo, and we're really looking at the, 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 the taglines and different things that we have attached to the senior center and saying, is it really reaching the demographics that we want? Is it really saying what we wanted to say? Are the colors the colors that are really truly representative of the work that is happening within our walls or where we want to go? So that hasn't been looked at for about what's that, like 20, 2011. So um, we're about 10 years past that. So we definitely are looking at that. We have had some pushing and some pulling about what does the center mean when we say the center, uh, knowing that there's lots of the centers to different places. We know that there's some ups and downs around using the word older adults, the phrase older adults, or using the word senior. Um, and, and so we'll, we'll, we'll pull some people together and try to figure out some of that. But we want to make sure that our identity is clear to the community, especially as we're coming up on our master plan, which I'll talk about in a moment to be able to for people to really be able to identify us so that when we're asking the community to support us when we're trying to make changes in the building and asking for the amount um, that we're looking for that people are clear about who we are and what we do so that's why we brought in a marketing um, consultant to really help us to really fine-tune that fine-tune our, our our vision mission attach the marketing to what it is that we say we are and who we are so um, you'll be seeing more probably from that and um, we're, we'll be with them for about a year, so it's, it is a year contract. So we're going to be working through it and hope to see some commercials and some evergreen docu um, uh, documents created for us, for us to be able to give to you all, to give to others, etc. So we're getting there. I'm telling you, in a year, I see it. It's 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 um, the same but different. Um, same energy, same values, um, things tweaked, updated. Um, but I think it'll be really great for the future of the senior center. So looking forward to that on the operations side. So I think that's um, pretty, pretty much some of the high points. But if you have other questions about other things, please feel free to ask. So is it like a full rebrand, do you think? We're trying to decide if we need to do a full rebrand or if we really need to we definitely know we'll, we are going to either incorporate some changes to our current logo or get a new logo. So it's just things like that. I don't think people are that attached to the logo either way. <laughs> like they're just like, okay. Um, so that's more, that's why that's more of an internal thing. Um, but we want to make sure that from our business cards to everything that it, that we're saying the same thing that we're meeting, what we're saying that is lining up. Um, and so that's color palettes mm -hmm. and different things like that, which will also, I think, play into some of the interior design here in the building. So we're, we're inching towards all the things coming together in a couple of years and, and really being streamlined and looking good and, and refreshed um, here. Still have our classic looks with our historic pieces, but also refreshed rooms. And as you know, we painted in here and it's been refreshing versus our green walls that we had <laughs> before. So those tiny touches that are really going to help us really stand out, um, just not in our area, but across the state and nation. So that's that's the goal. I only know how to do big things. So my staff helps me to come back down here sometimes. I'm like, well, you know, in the United States or in the world, <laughs> 
So I, I have to stay in Iowa and Johnson County sometimes. Well, after the process to do like the design and the marketing package, it's really nice because then you have something to hang your hat on as far as consistency. Mm-hmm. You'll use the same font for everything. You'll use the same colors for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the style of stuff will be. It, I We did that this year, North Liberty, like in 2020. Um, and I just love being able to be put in this box because I just, I know I have to use this font and, you know, mm-hmm. and all of the um, letterheads and all that stuff are the yep. same, the cards. It's just, it's nice because then when people see it, they know yeah, the, center, consist- the center. consistency, yeah. And yeah, and we've kind of gone back and forth, Johnson County, Iowa City Senior Center, the center, you know, like what is, what are we going to hang our hat Where on? Where do we want to be exactly? And that's going to really Love impact what goes outside our building um, as well as what on the inside of the Mm -hmm. building will look like. So we're excited about it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I I think we could really benefit from um, the branding and people really recognizing us a little bit more, especially as we go into some major fundraising. Are you thinking about incorporating like us in that process? Oh yeah. Or be ready. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> we, like... we just had our first meeting yeah. with them. So um, just maybe a couple weeks ago. And so right now we're just doing some survey work for them on some staff things, but we know that this is a collective. Um, so be prepared. Fun. I will be coming to you all a lot more this year than I had the last couple of years as I was getting my footing together and really get those pieces together out be prepared. We've been a little busy the last couple years. That's true, but I'm about to increase it, so be ready. (laughs) I'm excited about it. They're not going to be too hard, I promise. They'll be yes, no things. (laughs) Awesome. You want me to go on to the next one? Okay. Okay, I'm going to give a little bit of an update of the Senior Center Master Plan update. So I don't know if you all had a chance to check out the um, presentation that was provided at the work session. It was a little bit different than the one that you all received, but not much different. I think we added a slide or two just because we wanted to really um, capture the, the the numbers a little bit better. So um, I'm thankful for Josh coming at a meeting before last, being able to really talk about um, the different phases of, of, of how we're planning on renovating this location, as well as um, what we can do and what we can't do given our location. Um, So he was able to express that. If you have questions about that, I I can summarize for you. I've been to every meeting, Um, but also uh, we do have those things recorded and we can send you a link to that. Um, What's important to know is that we have about 6.2 million, I think, um, uh, dollars to do renovations here at the Singer Center. Um, the first three million is going to go to the exterior of this building. So this is a historic building. Um, we have that that six million dollars. We have a little bit of money to kind of hold us in reserve just in case some things roll over. There is concern of, of, with contractors that the price of materials have gone way up. Um, we're seeing inflation everywhere. So some of the numbers that we have, they can change as we continue to do this work. So we've tried to build in some contingency for that. Um, the exterior, there are some areas of the, the exterior, including the parapet, which is the part that looks like a I don't know. When I think of it, I think of Romeo and Juliet <laughs> and like the part at the top where you look like you can look over and talk to Romeo. <laughs> um, that's called the parapet. I had to learn that. Um, some of the that has 
that mortar has been starting to deteriorate and so we're a little concerned about it falling off the building so that's why the exterior is important plus there's some some waterproofing that needs to be done um, so it will take a while because we're going to have to really do a lot of masonry work with all because the building is basically made out of stone so there's some work there that will happen so that we're thinking that's going to be about 2.9 or 3 million dollars um, when it gets to the interior I know that some of our major second phase was looking at the renovation of the kitchen so the renovation of the kitchen is going to look at about a million dollars or more um, because we have some um, some serious work that we have to do in there as well as we have to consider about our net zero goals um, given some of the limitations to the current um, study that we have here at the building we don't believe we can get all the way to net zero, but we do know that we can get up to at least a 45% reduction in our, our, our carbon waste that we're, we're creating here at the building. So we're really excited about that. Um, some of the other options were billions of dollars that we just, <laughs> we just could not do it. <laughs> um, so the replacing of the windows and different things like that will really help us in, in how much heat we're pushing out and having a new upgraded system. And those different things are things that we're hoping to do. Now, I have to tell you that what we have presented in, in the interior, including the kitchen, as well as the other floors, is what I call the platinum plan. If we need to do reductions, some of those things may not be in that plan. If we need to, to get closer to a, a dollar amount that will be reasonable for us to get done. Because the interior part of the building is really going to run us about $9 million. And currently, we're probably about six to eight million dollars short of being able to do all the things in the interior that we want to do because of that cost point um it has we are taking the next six to 12 months and i will need you all's assistance with this to specifically do a little bit of a study a little bit of research talking with folks about would people be open to us looking at other properties looking at other options not leaving the senior center not dismissing senior center programs or anything like that but just you know take some time and look at and get a feel from people kind of check the temperature of people and really take you know get a someone who can help us look at what could be some potential other options just in case because nine million dollars is, is a lot of money and that means that six million dollars to six to seven million dollars that i would have to help raise and um as you all know, we have a very small staff, and that means I basically would have to put down my administrative role and focus completely on that for the next couple of years, which means it could be very chaotic if I can't do some of those administrative roles. So um, we have to try to have that real conversation. And, and that's also, like I said, looking at the platinum plan. There's things obviously we can reduce. Um, you know, maybe I don't get a new chair or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. My chair's fine. My chair's fine. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? It may be some things that we just don't get to do. Maybe we the, the biggest work that we need to do in the building is probably – um, actually the ground floor and trying to make that space bigger um, so that more people can have access to being able to utilize that equipment so um, and you know which door makes the most sense do we we burrow in the side of the building on this side so that there's a Lynn Street entrance that comes in that's closer to the elevator do we you know there's questions like that that need to be answered in and that he presented some of that um, on uh, at that meeting so if you get a chance you can go back and relook at that so um, we presented this on Tuesday 
seems like the, the council is trying to be as supportive as possible. Obviously, we do have the CIP dollars, and we'll just start working at plan now. Right now, we are in a place where we're about to, um, I think, the des uh, design, you know, our bid documents, I think, are, are some document is complete. I can't think of the exact name, but to start working on the exterior of the building. So we'll be putting out, probably pulling together the bid documents for construction to start working on the exterior of the building. So, um, and then we have a little bit of time since we're not going to work on the interior to 2023, the fall of 2023, to take the next six to 12 months to kind of do that study and see how people feel about us looking at other other options so that we can put all the options on the table and make, make the right decision. But regardless, we're going to do the exterior because we own this building and we should take care of it. Questions about that? I'm sorry if I was speaking really quickly, but. No, no, that, <laughs> I, um, I do have questions. So in other words, this year they're going to be, no matter what, if we'd even possibly move, they're going to work on the outside because it just needs it. Yes. Either whether it be for this, uh, the senior center mm -hmm. or whether. Or any other city department or their else. offices or however. It, as stewards of the building of our tax dollars, we need to take care of this historic, this is a beautiful historic building in our downtown. Right. So right. We, we absolutely want Sorry. to make sure that we do that. That's okay. Sorry. It's okay. So that's that's the goal is to make sure that we're, we're waterproofing and, and taking care of the building. It's been a long time. It's been about 40 years since we've done some major yeah. work on this building, so it has to get done. And yeah. I remember when he came to talk to us about that, and he showed how some of the bricks kind yeah, of are leaning away yeah. from, even though it's got the rebar or whatever to keep it, it's still kind of, yeah. yeah. Because the and then it's is, dangerous. If it would be sold, you can't sell <laughs> something if it's not yeah. uh, been maintained properly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I want to be clear, we're not saying we're selling the building. I want to be real clear in the minutes as well as <laughs> that we're saying just in general, you have to fix some things before you're able to yeah, rent them out, lease them out or, or sell them in general. But I think we do have to look at the option. I want to stay here a bit with parking and any did they at the city council meeting, did they talk <clears throat> any more about the 12 story? Um, they may have talked about, I don't think it was on their regular agenda. I don't think they talked about that um, on Tuesday, but it might come back up again. But if they did, I, I wasn't there for the entire meeting. The Ours was the work session. If you're there for the next meeting, my question is, because I was adding up the parking spots that were going with it, they asked to be pulled back to one instead of 1.5, which is the normal. My thought was, if that building is going to go in over there, put it back to 1.5 and we could have the half for parking here. Mm. Because that would give us... 110, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, 110 spots for parking, which takes away, alleviates one of the main things I ever hear from anybody is it's too hard to park downtown. I'm not going to mess with it. Mm -hmm. I used to go, but I'm not going anymore. It's too hard. Yeah. So if they do put the thing across the street, it would be nice to have the parking. But I think they Duly should. noted. <laughs> and generosity on their part would be to give that to. That would be very nice. It's a private developer. Huh? Yes, it's a private developer. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, it it looks appealing and it sounds appealing, but yeah, maybe it's not he, an appealing. Route. I don't want the building, but that's my opinion. Yes, but, I know. Like I said, duly noted. <laughs> and, and you know, I don't have a problem asking people, and I don't have a problem getting a no because a no sometimes sounds like. Maybe he no, would just like, with a question mark. <laughs> he just like to build a parking 
garage. <laughs> well, we do have one attached. So, you know, you know, if we can think through that and, you know, we're trying to come up since I've started here, I've been brainstorming in my office and with staff on how we can handle some of the um, parking situations here. And we we've come up with a couple of solutions. All of them have costs associated with them. But if we can get people to carpool, that'd be great. <laughs> we probably get four people in the building in that one spot and just one. Um, but you know, it'd be, it's, it's, it's using every opportunity we can, um, being as green as possible, as well as wanting people to get here, to be able to be a part of classes. So until that day happens and parking is solved, we will work with the building that we have. And, um, you know, it's a little easier in the summer, so summer's coming. So we hope that more people will participate as well as we've been trying to do a better job of being in other locations like Mercer Park and in other places that have better parking for folks to be able to participate in that way. So keep an eye out in those program guides for the actual location of those classes. So um, some of them are not in the building. And since we are a part of the city of Iowa City, we have access to a lot of these other locations. So we're trying to use those. I think in any analysis, when you want to talk about what to do next, you want to consider do nothing and what's the cost, you know, what's that? And then, yeah, moving Pros and into cons. a different space. So it's mm -hmm. just getting an idea of what what the cost would be versus this so we can justify one or the other. And yeah, absolutely would be good. I know we talked about that a little bit, that one meeting, you know, mm -hmm. looking at other spaces. So I know. It's definitely of interest to some commissioners. So we, I mean, we definitely are going to take this to the masses and, and we'll do some investigation and we'll come back and report. Just not today. We haven't started yet. <laughs> that was just Tuesday. <laughs> Does anybody else have any questions or comments? I guess that's the first agenda. Too bad some, uh, the owner could not somehow take a tax deduction if parking were available to us there because Ooh, that would be an incentive for you know people mm. to and maybe there the city would be willing to somehow work with that option I, it was just something I'm mm -hmm. the city do tips to Ooh, Linda, why are you trying to get me into stuff I don't know about? <laughs> well, I mean, I know because I know some of our other cities around here has. I'm not sure. If they, I've never seen one here. Yeah, I'm like, I, I know the other cities around have, but I haven't it's, necessarily it's its, heard that discussion on that city council level yeah, it's here. It's got pluses and minuses, but sometimes that incentivizes somebody that's putting something in that they want to listen to the city more. Yeah requests not always I don't know the answer to that okay but I can find out thank you mm -hmm. all right um, then we'll move on to item agenda item number six commission discussion um, again there's the senior center master plan on here I think we've kind of gone through the whole thing with Latasha does anybody else have any comments to add to that all right, we'll move on to the low income senior discussion. So this was something that Doug brought up last meeting that we wanted to move to this meeting um, because when we present agenda items um, to be put on the next meeting, we can't really talk about it during that meeting. So now we're able to talk about it because it's on the agenda. Um, and I, I know in our packet we received um, a article that, oh, 
sun spent along another item. Oh, okay. Make it into the packet. So okay, this didn't make it in the packet, so if you guys want to grab one and pass along, it's some um, links to um, some data, I'm guessing, since we haven't really clicked on any of these links yet. This doesn't look like the whole thing. This is the, the oh, it's on the back. This is just, so, yeah. 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 Uh, on the back. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know they were going to do the article that I wrote. On, um, yeah, that was sent out in the packet, in email. Everybody got it by email. I'm sorry. The, um, the article that you wrote, yeah, we, we received it. It was in the email. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to put that in the uh, package. Oh. The low-income single elders. I wrote that quite a while ago. I, I did send it to, but I didn't know it was going to be in this package. Um, the, the whole point of that article is simply that when a couple, when one person in a couple dies or leaves or whatever, uh, you, the uh, expenses only fall by 30 percent, whereas the income falls probably by 50 percent. So that's why you have a lot of poor single people, usually the woman, and that, that's the whole point of that, that article. And I, and I have some uh, resources there that are, that are probably national, shared housing, um, things about shared housing mostly. But uh, that's one of the things that I think we should publish, we could publicize, the single uh, senior center could publicize. But the other things that you just hand, you just handed out is about housing, health care, uh, and income. Now, these things could go on the senior center website. Well, I, I have to admit, I've never looked at the senior center website before. I looked at it today, and there's no, there's nothing on the senior center website about resources. Have you looked at it lately? Anybody looked at it lately? Um, but the, you, you could have a, you could have a section on there about resources. Uh, I don't know. Is there re any reason why there isn't anything on there for resources? So as someone who does some of the senior stuff for North Liberty, if I have a situation that I'm not aware of that to help people, I usually push them to then uh, Johnson County Social Services, Jeff Kellbach, who is our um, my resource holder mm -hmm. for, for these types of things. That does not mean that we can't share in the information sharing part of what he does. Um, or have a resource fair or have, you know, someone who, I know there are staff members here who do some work with people as well and resource sharing, but yeah, there's no real, it, I guess it goes, you know, back to what are the four platform things that you guys, your goals mm -hmm. of every day at the end of the day, what are your goals to get done and is, you know, uplift you know lifting up low-income seniors is that a priority and how can we make that a priority or is that something that's you feel it's best done by other organizations or people I mean I guess this well, it'd be very easy to do mm -hmm. and a lot of organizations have links that's very common almost every organization I've, I've dealt with has a page on resources or links 
very, very easy to do. Now the question is, do poor people go to your site, mm -hmm. go to the senior center site, and would they would they click on the on resources? I don't know. Uh, and it's you know something that's use, useful for a lot of people, maybe not everybody. So but website maintenance is is the one big thing too. So you have to have someone who's constantly making sure that the the information that you're pushing out on your web page. It, there aren't broken links, it's it's current information, right. you're adding to it, um, things that happen around the community that are short notice are getting added to that page. So there, that's a lot of work. Um, so I typically like to, you know, find somebody existing who does this work already and, and then send, you know, and have th that person maintain their web page and then I just link to that so that it's all in one place for the whole community. So there's not duplication of efforts. And people like Jeff and um, Lindsay Glynn at uh, Aging Services, they're experts in this. So I, you know, I can't be an expert at all, everything under the sun. So I try to tend to push people to the experts uh, on that, who maintain web pages already with information. Does the senior center have a, a internet person or a computer so, person? So there's a uh, there's a couple of different points that I think will be helpful here. We have a page inside the city of Iowa City webpage. Right now they're going through a redesign and it's a massive project, right? So we are a department under the city of Iowa City. So when they go to departments, they have to scroll down to Senior Center and then they click on it. And then we have so much space that we can put on that one page. But what we have learned from our population and people that reach out to us, they usually email us or call us. And when they do that, we always send links and people's information back to them. Our front desk is well equipped with all the people they need to reach out to to be able to talk to someone. Because most people want to talk to someone. That, sometimes they want a, a link or something, and we definitely send that along. But sometimes you just want to talk to somebody because something's frustrating or they don't have the time that they could spend to look up the information and then they want someone to explain it. So we definitely utilize those options as ways to get information to people. It's, I think it's possible if, you know, we wanted to include an article to go out in our, our weekly newsletter or something like that about, hey, this is an important topic among um, older adults in our communities. Do you know? X and X and you know uh, that type of information or a link to an article or something we can always do something like that but as for um, our website is we we do not manage the website the website is managed by um, over in City Hall out of the communications department well when I looked at the website there seemed to be two things there seemed to be the one that's connected to the city and then there seemed to be a separate one that was just the senior center also the separate one you're probably referencing is friends of the center which is specifically our our philanthropic arm of our uh, organization. So it's actually a 501c3. It's a nonprofit that's attached to our department that specifically help us raise money to, for instance, um, recently they helped us, um, they're helping us purchase a new, um, what are we getting? <laughs> treadmill so they will use some of the funds that they get from fundraising to help us pay for items in the building um, they would help us with raising funds for any future renovations that come up so those are two different types that one is a very philanthropic informational uh, uh, a website that's maintained by friends and then we have the one where we're housed under the city of Iowa City 
I didn't, I didn't notice that it said friends of the senior Yeah, senior. that's the only two that we had. Now, if there's another one out there, we don't know anything about it. So. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I didn't notice it said friends. Yeah. Okay. But the other thing I say at the top of this, this page is that I think we should ask members what they think about what we could do for low-income sure. low uh, people in the community. I think there are a lot of low-income people who are very isolated and probably don't even know that there is a senior center. And, and that is definitely quite possible. And I think that's a part of our marketing strategy of why we're going through the marketing plan that we are, because we need some rebranding and we need a better way to communicate to folks in multiple ways what services we offer, what we specialize in, so that people know when to reach out to us for wellness things and, and lifelong learning and community engagement and those type of things. Um, and so that that's our hope with our rebranding is to reach those folks. One other thing, and, and Kristen will tell you, I've drove the staff crazy because I'm a research and data nerd. Um, I have We recently have reached out and sent out information to members and non-members to really truly find out what it, what are the um, the different uh, household incomes of the people that we serve? Because um, we have been reporting for many years before I got here, and um, the number of scholarships that we give as and people were seeing that as interpreting that number that we provide as this is how many low-income seniors utilize the senior center when that is actually not the same thing. That's the number of people who choose to disclose that they would like a discount on their membership. That's different than saying this is the percentage of people that are low-income. So we are um, pulling together that, that qualitative data to be able to truly be able to look at that number and truly be able to report it more accurately so that we'll be able to um, help people understand who we're serving and how we're serving as well as assist us with getting other grant um, funding options for low-income seniors to be able to uh, subsidize costs, subsidize uh, program costs as well or, or other things that people may need and pointing people in the right direction. I think that that is really, really important because there are many that Jeff knows our staff well. We call him frequently like Jeff. Now, you know, we don't know. This is not our area of expertise, um, but he's the aging specialist. So that's his that's his role. And he probably needs an assistant, to be honest. I'm yeah. just going to put that out there um, to be able to assist with some of those things. If it's Medicare or if it's something you know, VNA services or, or those things, we definitely can connect those folks. We have those things in our building, but there's just some some limitations with such a small staff that we're, we're able to do. Yeah, so, there's, there's lots of things you can help people with. Oh, yeah. So, uh, reverse mortgages. There's a, I'll tell you a funny story. I knew a woman in Boston, and she had know, four or five sisters, and their grandmother didn't have much, enough money to live. But she had a big house. And I said, well, why don't you tell her about reverse mortgages? And they said, oh, no, we want that house. You know, we want to inherit that house. And I said, well, then you should be helping her, mm -hmm. you know, giving her money every month. Oh, no, we can't do that. And I said, well, then you should tell her about reverse mortgages. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're able to, if there are topics that people come up with, we 
we partner a lot with people in the community to create those as programs. That might be a one-time class. That might be a series of wealth management classes that we can uh, provide here at the Senior Center. So there's ways to get at what you're looking for us to offer to the community. They just might be in one-time increments or they might be quarterly or they might be every two months that we're able to offer that if we have a high demand for that. Um, but demand is a huge part of how we put together our program guide. If we're only going to have two people register for class we're, we're, we're likely to cancel that versus this other class is overflowing um, so we have to think about all those different data points when we we make those program guides and so if this is a topic that we find people are really interested in definitely we can put that out so it would be helpful for me as a staff person if you have a couple ideas just send me a list of, of some topics and we do have a program committee as well that we can send that over to and say hey what do you all think about these and then maybe we're we can narrow it down as well as maybe we can quarterly inc include some of those things some of it's going to be interesting it's going to have to be closely aligned with our mission and vision um, or they might be ideas that I can offer to other colleagues in the field and then we can always um, co-sponsor that activity if another organization picks it up and, and, and invite people from the senior center over to that program which could be housed here as well so yeah, I think that's great but I also think there should be things that are always available to low-income people so they they have the information available, to, you know, anytime they want it, anytime they are aware of it. So Johnson County Social Services, Jessica Beck there, maintains the listing of all of the area social services organizations in Johnson County. And the older adults page that she maintains has 13 pages of different services and, like, day programs and transportation access and what else housing on there too. yeah housing financial assistance so so usually when somebody you know is looking for a resource we just kind of give them this tool so they they're empowered to, to go then mm -hmm. to someone else and kind of seek the assistance mm -hmm. instead of us having to facilitate that something that we're not really all that familiar with um, it's best to push it to the experts so yeah Jessica Beck is a really good resource at social services as well that's a city thing? That's Johnson County. County. Johnson County. Yeah, they John, so all of Johnson County does a really good job of working together. Mm -hmm. So all the different cities, the senior coordinators, we meet regularly and talk about things too. Yeah, so. a, lot of, a lot of poor people, even homeless people, are actually quite knowledgeable about these things mm -hmm. because they, out of necessity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's another reason why we have the Senior Center Pantry, right? It's it's there as a resource so that people, if they need food right then and there, they can grab whatever's available in there. I mean, we're definitely, um, as a social worker, th those things are very important to me, and we want to make sure that we're assisting as much as possible. And we also know we have to stay in our lane. That's kind of like a colloquialism. We have to stay within our area, but any area that's outside that, we are going to make sure we connect those folks to the, the people that they need so they get those resources. I've been reading about um, uh, mental health for, for people who are seriously mentally ill, and it, it's a real serious problem, even now in this country, even though there's been some improvements. But uh, the, I don't know if you know E. Fuller Torrey is a guy who's written a lot about uh, seriously mentally ill people and the, the lack of, of treatment for a lot of people. But uh, it's 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 a serious problem all over this country. Yeah. 
Thanks so much for, for bringing this to us and, and uh, definitely are taking this very seriously and we can have some discussion yeah. further with staff about how we can get I information out to folks. the senior center has a role. I think you're right that there are other, there are definitely other organizations and, and uh, government agencies that are doing a lot but the senior center could play a role. And the thing that comes with the senior center that's the big thing that everybody else doesn't have is space. I mean, this is this gathering space for people. We want this to be the place people go. Yeah. So, you know, and then you know you have this room and available they, and yeah. it's specifically for senior stuff. So that's and awesome. other people too. Yeah. Yes. And which Jeff, is our goal. Jeff does um, a newsletter every month, and the most recent one he sent out, they're doing a financial wellness earn and learn. So it's like a lunch that you have, you get a free lunch if you attend, and if you attend all three sessions, you get $50. And so it's kind of teaching financial literacy to people. But the one was, the first one was today at 1 p.m., so <laughs> it's over. But yeah, the next one is May 19th at 1 p.m. Um, talking about savings, and then June 16th at 1 p.m. at Johnson County Social Services Health and Human Services Building um, at 1 p.m. is debt management. So I'm sure he would like a plug okay. for that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> is free lunch listed on there anywhere? Oh, on the um, older adults resource page from I'm Jesse? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Probably. Well, I, work, I worked over there for a long time. I'm sure it's on there. <laughs> well, I thought it was, but I... Well, you've volunteered over there too. Some of us volunteer over there, but sometime, during COVID, obviously, it was different. But the average amount of people we get in a day is 75 to 80. Mm -hmm. We've got more than enough food for 75 to 80 because of, I can't remember what that's called, the other group that gives us stuff all the time. But that could easily, if people can get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's under the food page, which is five different pages of full of food resources for our area. One thing I'm going to suggest to staff um, is to create a uh, document that we can put on one of the senior center pantry doors about where they can also have access to free breakfast and lunch. So that's something really simple that we can add as a resource. We also have a, a resource bookshelf over there. So if there are um, other organizations in the community, mm -hmm, it's, oh, right, it's right on the other side of the pantry. Um, okay. And so, oh, uh, here, yeah. yeah, here downstairs, yep, right by the, right by the entrance there's a whole shelf with materials that if people are interested in certain topics and things they can um, uh, specifically grab those things and, and, and take them with them so we we are also providing that space for resource and we have a community board downstairs so if, if there's flyers from the free lunch program or other places um, we have the ability to post that information so that people can read about it yeah, let, let the experts create the pamphlets yeah. and the outreach, mm -hmm. and that way their phone number is on it, and people know how to. So if people don't have internet access, they can grab that pamphlet instead. And I know social services puts together a booklet, even I mm -hmm. think every year, mm -hmm. with stuff. So, yep. Whether it's senior specific, you know, we have a page on the agent or social services, but. Um, I would, if you want to co continue this conversation, um, you know, Jeff Kelbach has offered to maybe stop by one of our future meetings. He couldn't be here today. Um, and then Aging Services uh, um, would, would be available to talk to us about this if we wanted to continue, maybe not next month, the, the following month. 
So to the commission, uh, I'm just staff. I'm here at your, however you all want me to do. So maybe let's, Good idea we started the conversation it. today and then now we have links and, you know, we can look at that stuff before next meeting. Great. Uh, the next item on the agenda is the member volunteer event that I had brought up last time. Um, I know we had talked about doing some sort of outdoor festival. COVID, you know, we did the ET viewing, <laughs> which was awesome. You know, and the cupcakes were amazing. And that was, we had a really good turnout for that. Yes, it was, it was great, really good. And thank turnout. you all for coming to that too. I know we had little name tags and we kind of milled around. Um, but thing, uh, another thing, you know, considering doing another event, kind of celebrating um, the center, because uh, Latasha had talked about doing like, yeah, reggae out in the parking lot somewhere. And I'm <laughs> like, sure I did. want to hang my hat on that event because yes. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, I don't know if we. Yeah, I can do a quick update. About. So we've been working on this internally. Uh, a member is turned into a volunteer slash member appreciation event um, out at Terry True Blood, just in case for weather. We can have an internal and external to use the patio out there. Um, the date we're looking at right now is a Tuesday <laughs> because places around here fill up fast and we know that parking is an issue. So that's why we're kind of being a little bit um, uh, off at another location, though we would love to have people here. But with the, the construction, and different things that are going to be happening over there. So we're looking at June 14th. Um, we're looking at a dinner time air, uh, around 4 to 6, have some food trucks out, still have some good music, um, and really uh, have some some socializing. Our, our biggest thing is for people to be social. We'll, we'll have a, a couple minutes of, of some formal presentation, but um, it's mostly for people to be social and, and, and a way to bring people together out there. And people want to go for a walk around the trail, they can do that. And they bring the grandkids park there you know so um i think that's what we're looking at right now and we hope that you all can come and have your little senior center commissioner badges so people can get to know you and and um that you all can be able to get ideas from different folks about how we continue to move forward as a, as a commission I think before an event like that would be nice to, I don't know if we have like magnetic or pin badges. Yeah, we can look, we can look into something like that. That would sure. be kind of nice for us to be. Can we already have a pin? Uh, I made little clippy ones, but it wasn't fancy, fancy. Um, with that, the thing that's coming up on May 21st. Yes. Are you going to talk about that? Um, I can. Um, so we we will have a table, and we're looking for volunteers. Um, on May 21st, there will be uh, the city built uh, a new public works building. It's out off of what's the name of that street? Something. <laughs> yeah, it's out by the animal shelter, right? Yeah, it's out by the animal. I can't remember the name of the street right now, but um, um, they're doing a big open house that day with a stage with music and, and um, there's food trucks there and there's um, uh, quilts, all kinds of quilts and um, just a whole bunch going on. Kids activities, family activities. They're going to have these, uh, the, you know, they're bringing out the fire trucks and, you know, the different things for people to climb through. So um, that's happening on May 21st. Senior Center will have a table. You all are more than welcome. It's from 8 to 5. Um, you're more than welcome to come and um, be a part of that day. Help us at the table. We have a, we have a little bit of space. We're, we're looking for our do 
gadgets and gadgets that we're going to be giving out. But um, uh, that'll be a lot of fun for us to be able to maybe play some games and just kind of see some folks out. So it's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah. Not for six months, and I'm going. My God, I wish I was a kid for some of the stuff that they're putting in a roller rink. Yeah. Um, they are turning the horns off on all of the trucks, which we thought was a wise idea because the kids are going to want to honk everything but it's the stage is set up there's movies that night the only cost of the whole thing is the food trucks that's it everything else is and that building supposedly is greener than the stanley art museum mm. one i don't know how many awards and they're putting trucks in there i have yet to figure out how you can do that filling it with trucks but it's going to be pretty amazing and i love quilts but these quilts that are going in it's like an art show i've seen some of them and it's like i can't believe people make these but we've had to cut it off today we have 380. oh and that's we're we're putting them on the trucks which the city's been really creative on that and on the racks but most of the art stuff's going to go up on the trucks and they look really cool on a truck mm -hmm. you know i didn't think they would but they do cool it's going to be fun and then we can go in june and celebrate again yes yes i'm all about that all right um so the next item is commissioner's report of community correspondence so this is where we talk about things that we've done or we've seen or we've experienced in the community we can't have a discussion about it but we can make announcements so let's say you attended something that was really interesting if you want to tell us about it um like i said we can't have any discussion about it but you but I welcome anything that you would like to say. Anybody? All right, then we'll move on. Um, so the next one is future agenda items. So underneath this, um, can I go ahead and bring up, I'm not going to be here on May 19th. I will be away in North Carolina at the Welcoming America Conference. Um, North Liberty got a grant to be a part of the Rural Welcoming America Initiative this year, and so Micah and I will be there um, learning and bringing stuff back, hopefully, to this area, because I like to collaborate with other people on all the things. Um, so that makes our, me absent for our next meeting on May 19th. Would we like to move the meeting to May 12th or May 26th? Or would you like to have the meeting and have the vice chair run the, the meeting? Vice chair will be out at Public Works. Oh yeah, because that's two days before your event. And we're going to be there for ever. All right, so we have two people already going to be absent. Did you move it to the next week? Are you back? Oh right. Do you want to do it after your event or before your event? Um, the only thing is, we've got a meeting on the 26th, Jeannie, I think. May. Or do we have it on the 19th? I don't remember. Um, I have to look, because I think we've got a meeting that we can't miss that's on the 26th. Can we do like I a doodle poll and, and grab that sure. information? Sure. Okay. It'll be on Thursday, so I think we're okay. But and we only have four people here to talk about this, yeah, so that's exactly. kind of inefficient. So Can yeah, we'll we'll do a poll. I'll, Kristen okay. will send out an email trying to find out our availability, maybe yeah, we just and we might end it. up canceling. Yeah, going to be gone. Yeah, you're a good gone part first. of well, most of May actually. Okay. Okay. Can I just also you? wanted to just quick. I, I have to run because I just got a text that my kid's not well. Um, but um, 
uh, Susan, who was a, who was a commissioner, recently resigned this week. Um, um, uh, I can share the letter with you all if, if, if that's necessary. But it 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 was that she was just really kind of. Uh, processing about who we had and wanted the board to be more representative of the community. Um, and so she has chosen to uh, resign at this time. So we have two seats available. So if you know people, um, just one, sorry, one, preferably a male counterpart, just given that we want to be a little bit more balanced on our board. Um, uh, please uh, let us know. We, we can talk to folks if they have questions or if they just want to fill out the application and put it in there. They're welcome to do that as well. Um, but I wanted to make sure that I announced that, res that resignation here at this meeting. What was the age limit did we have wasn't it like 50 well you're not even 50 oh you don't have to no it's no age you just have to live in 18. iowa city you just have to live in iowa city 18 and up eligible elector well, i don't want my language on it, so. i mean you never but, know uh, <laughs> doug recruit your friends yes, uh -huh. we need more male friends yeah. <laughs> awesome so starting, like we might have at least so are we changing the date the next meeting we might we're going to send an email out to see when everybody's available because we can't figure it out today and we're missing people so it'd be better to send an email find out everybody's availability and if people aren't available we can just i there's nothing pertinent on next meeting's agenda as far as approving policy making or anything so we could just cancel that one and then the next meeting would be june 16th and i can see if jeff and um yeah, others will be available. Lindsay Glenn would be available to attend that one because I know okay. they were really interested in the topic. And they're my experts. So <laughs> having them at the table would be nice to have that discussion. Okay. So we're adjourned? Um, yes, we will adjourn this meeting All right. at 4.58 p.m. Awesome.